that we have are uh who else who all do we have? I gotta do that fucking again, god damn it. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. My name is Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight we have our czar of source material, John. I'm totally going to put in that part where you fucked it up, because that was like the first fucking time you fucked it up in forever. (laughs) I know, right? That's probably going to be the lead-in. That's the lead-in, baby. Oh my god. We also have our poser extraordinaire, Nitai. Yeah, nice second take, asshole. Shut up. (laughs) I don't fuck this up often. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. If you want to tip me on Chatterbait, I only take Dogecoin. <laughs> what? What? You what? can tip on Chatterbait? How do you think yes. I make money? I, yeah, how do you think people make money? How do you think I make money? Oh. What's Chatterbait? Oh, no, not, we're not getting not into this. <laughs> not, I'll tell it. you afterwards. So okay. when a man and a woman love each other, N- no. they go on Chatterbait. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, wait. So I actually thought Chatterbait was just like, what was that fucking um, the roulette site where like you randomly chat roulette? Chat roulette. No, I, so I it's thought it was like, just chat roulette. It's a cam girl and camboy site where you you oh, pay yeah. for private shows. Oh, see, again, I thought it was uh, it was just like random people who want to like masturbate with each other, get connected to random people. <laughs> I, I legitimately, that's what I thought Chatterbait uh, was. The power of the Not internet. Not all these. <laughs> I hate it here. Good lord. Anyway, tonight we're going to be talking about whatever the fuck we want, because it's another WTF episode, if you couldn't already tell by how we're faffing about. Faffing about. Faffing Look at about. You. I, I love that phrase, by the Look way. Look at you. I never get faffing to use it very about. often. Wow, Alex, you're on fire today. I, I know, <laughs> aren't I? Uh, so before I actually get into both the Simperbor and what I want to talk about, um, I want to say thank you very much to our followers. We actually very recently made affiliate on Twitch. Woo! Uh, thank- yes, thank you all. We're monetized now, so now when I take a piss break, y'all get to watch an ad. Oh, my God. <laughs> now we're losing all of these followers. Yeah, yeah now they're all gone. You're all gone. I thought they followed because of the piss break. Oh, I thought that was the main attraction. Piss gang, don't you know? Piss gang. Oh my god, I hate it here. I'm leaving. (laughs) Thank you all out Uh, there for dropping by. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously though, thank you all for for helping us get that far. Um, It's just like that plankton meme. I never thought I'd get this far. (laughs) Um, My dad never was was supportive. (laughs) Jesus, to go really... I just went to a dark place suddenly. Um, but yeah, we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna start doing regular scheduled streams on there. Um, so right now I'm going through and playing, uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, I don't know, uh, we actually, just today, although by the time this comes out, we might have done two or three more of these, John and I, uh, and Natai, I've started doing, uh, Halo playthrough also. It's good. It's a, it's a, it's been a lot <laughs> yeah, this is Natai's first ever playthrough of, of, of Halo in any capacity. Yeah, I had a good time. I mean, it's probably not ideal to skip cutscenes every now and then. <coughs> John, yeah, but... John. Listen, listen. That one, I I just thought it would skip for me, so that way I could get ahead and go do stuff. Okay, and also, I honestly did not think I would be able to get the skip. I did not mean to do fucking speed run strats. 
I kind of just <laughs> went for it and it happened. I was like, fucking save the run. This oops. is the run, dude. You're too fucking powerful, oops. dude. Um, yeah, I definitely look forward to that. We also do some regular streams with followers. I'm trying to do one a week, uh, but we'll see how that pans out. So far, we've done uh, Dead by Daylight. I'd like to start doing Jackbox streams as well because Jackbox is really, really fun. Uh, but anyway, if you want to join us for those streams, definitely uh, look down below uh, for a link to our Discord server where we set those things up. And follow us on twitch.tv slash animeclubafterdark. Yes, thank you for the for the plug, Natai. Thank you. Yes, do follow us there. Uh, we also, we already have one sub. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> very, very much. Uh, so on to anyway, the simp report. Yes, Natai, do the song. <laughs> All right, thank you. I, I don't have too much to report this month in the way of simping. In fact, I've only uh, simped for two members of Whole Alive uh, in the last month. That being Hachima, who is back from her hiatus. Yes. Hachima. Oh, and, and that the, the news that she's taking over meme review. Yes. Fantastic. I hate what, it. I should say, it's not meme review. It's Reddit shitpost review season two. I hate it. No one will yeah, I guess see chan <laughs> yeah she who shall not be named you <laughs> see chan but apparently she was giving coco's blessing to actually keep doing the the shit post reviews so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to more of that uh from hachima but i've so far i've donated 50 dollars to her so i donated an extra 75 dollars to her <laughs> over the course of this month and she's only been back for like two weeks as of the time of this recording um, the she only other missed. person, yeah, the only other person that I have donated to uh, this month is uh, Kureji Ali. I donated to her a lot during the chess streams. <laughs> she did fairly well. I'm surprised you didn't donate to um, Hosho Marine because it was her <laughs> 17th birthday for the third time. Like, yeah, 17th birthday season three. Yeah. Is this a thing? Um, I have a, I have a. Deep down, I have a feeling that she is in real life significantly older than thirteen, or than thirteen than seventeen. Seventeen, season three. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, part of me wants to believe that she's actually an old hag because I love that joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do too. But what if it's a man? Actually, no, she's not. If if a guy could actually pull off that voice, I would legitimately be impressed. If uh, Marion is actually a man, then she's got a lot of sexual harassment lawsuits coming her way. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but no, I have so far uh, I have donated one hundred and seventy-five dollars to Crazy Ali. Was about to say she did really well in the uh, chess streams. Uh, yeah, I mean she won her first match, um, and then she got into the redemption arc for the second match, and she had to face Connor. And oh. Connor beat her, so she she got out in the I guess technically the third round. Yeah. Wait, Connor, like Sea Dog? Yeah, Sea yeah. Dog VA. What? Sea Dog is there? <laughs> yeah. What? That's crazy. Um, uh, but yeah, I you know I like these tournament arc chess things that they keep doing. I hope they do more of them. Yeah. They're really uh, entertaining. They're, they're really sure. fun. They're really fun to watch. It gets you, it gets like it lets you get introduced to new talent as well. Um. And Ollie seemed to have a fucking ball with this. I like that during the uh, during the actual stream of it, the the quote unquote official stream, um, 
you know, they were cutting back and forth between the two different participants. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, I forget who it was she played in the first round. Um, but he's like, he's being really serious and you can tell that he's thinking a lot on his camera. And then the commentator's like, all right, let's go to Ollie and see what she's thinking. And she's going, <laughs> and the commentator's like, that's a VTuber's brain at work right there. I mean, to be fair though, that's kind of like, uh, how chess is um it's really easy slash hard to play against people who who know how to play because you know you're calculating yeah 10 20 steps ahead and you know like openers and stuff like that but for someone who doesn't know how to play chess and they just literally randomly move it makes it a lot harder to like play against them but mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's a weird thing there there is a line where it's like Pure stupidity can be dominated. Like there are certain strategies you can play. I, I play chess. I was in chess club. I'm a nerd. Um, Wait, you were in chess club? Yeah, I was in chess club. That's awesome. So we should play on stream on sometime. All right. Actually, well, yeah. Teach me. Te- teach me, Papa. <laughs> I haven't played in a long time, but yeah, it's it's kind of hard to play against someone because if you're over because you are your biggest enemy at this point because you're overthinking everything. If this person is a straight up idiot then it's a lot easier to play against them because you're like, oh, they're a fucking, they don't know what they're doing, so you can make them, trap them really easily. But if you don't know that they're stupid and they're just playing whatever, then it makes it really hard because you're just like, what is this galaxy brain play that they're using? Whoa, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we should play sometime. I, I haven't, fun. I don't, I don't play chess very often, but every time I do, I really enjoy it, even though I don't win very often. I, yeah, chess good. is really fun. If we play chess, I'd, I'd, say we should play like anarchy chess or something because that's a lot more entertaining to me <laughs> what's anarchy chess uh basically no rules <laughs> yeah no rules like uh, instead of having the ex- like normal everyone has the exact same pieces anarchy chess mm-hmm. is like you can get different pieces and different starting and like oh, different really? positions that you start at so it's like weird as shit like you could play around and you'll have two queens for example and you'd be like ah oh, shit Oh, that sounds yeah. rough. <laughs> so it's fun in that like direction because it's like a little bit of RNG and a little bit of like it's skillful too because it's like you can have a shitty dealt hand and you can still win though honestly it's kind of hard to win <laughs> if you're like mm. all you got are just pawns and they've got like a bunch of knights, bishops, and queens. You're just like ah oh, well fuck this. <laughs> There's no way to win. I do like how recently there's been a lot of uh, partic- uh, particularly younger people getting into chess online. Recently. Yeah, that's a that's, weird that's thing. Cool. I think it was because they had that tournament arc or whatever it was called during, uh, was it PogChamp? The chess thing that happened during Twitch the COVID lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, I think Twitch Rivals did that, right? And yeah, that was that was hugely popular to watch. And I think that maybe that helped get a bunch of people into chess. I don't know. Hey man, that fucking clip of Critical playing against XQC in like twenty seconds and winning after twenty seconds is fucking legendary. So no, the I... thing about that, the the funniest thing about that is not that it happened. The funniest thing about that is the commentator's reaction to and what Charlie's he comment. Said. Yeah, <laughs> to, to Charlie's comment where they they cut to him and he's it's just like the audio at that moment is like my cock is throbbing, throbbing. <laughs> and the, you can Charlie, see the commentators are going like, oh god, what have we done? Oh man, I've Praise recently Charlie. been watching a lot more. Um, what's his YouTube name? Penguin Zero, Moist Critical. Penguin yeah. Zero, yeah. Charlie, I've been watching more Charlie videos, and I'm just like, at first, at the very beginning, I didn't like him that much, but I just watched one where he he played a uh, Pokemon Unite, 
the yeah. fucking the Switch release like MOBA clone where it's Pokemon but MOBA and he's just like, yeah, I just dropped like $200 and he just fucking wrecks all the little kids that are playing the game. Not pay to win. <laughs> yeah, he's like and then like the next and he's literally like going to see, trying to see how hard he can like go into the pay to win. Well, cuz he was like this is so is. fucking stupid cuz you can pay to win and he just wanted to see what he could do. And then the very next day, because he actually set a world record for, like, ranked kills or something, I believe. The next day, game journalists were, like, saying how this popular Twitch streamer, like, exposes this and creates pay-to-win, whatever. And I'm just, like, he literally just played... Fucking (laughs) idiots. Yeah, he literally just, like, paid money to the game how it, you know, that's how it is. You can either grind your life away for thousands of hours to get to where Charlie did, or you can swipe your credit card. But it was just fucking just, funny, dude. <laughs> Where yeah. he'd like he'd go against one v twos and just fucking dominate, and then he like he was going so hard on these kids, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like no. they would whiff, they would whiff their their hits, and then he would fucking turn right around and punish them. And I'm just like, dude, Charlie's a fucking savage. <laughs> that video is really good. It's one of the things, like recently, one of the hardest, uh, the hardest I've ever laughed recently was actually a stream of his that I was watching when Cyberpunk 2077 first came out and he was streaming it. This is when it was still super buggy and everything. Uh, it, it, this is a brilliant like flash of comedic timing. Uh, someone sent him a, a chat that said, uh, but do you think this game is it? Because he was like bagging on the game. And they said, but do you think the game is actually any good? And like right at the moment he reads that out, a bug happens which flings him across the map and kills him instantly. <laughs> and he says, does that answer your question? <laughs> I laughed my fucking ass. I was on the floor laughing my ass off when that happened. I have never seen such comedic timing in my life. Charlie is great. Oh. He's really entertaining. Yeah, the guy. The guy has such a command over the English language. Is he does? <laughs> well, also his like his freaking kind of deadpan monotone voice. Freaking, yeah. Like I, I started getting into Charlie after the whole um, he was doing open Pokemon cards, I think, or Yu Gi Oh cards or something. Yeah, he opened Yu Gi Oh cards. Yeah, he was opening cards and he was like, he did something on stream and he's like, whoa. <laughs> like you know everyone memed it and that's how i got to know him but then i started watching more of his stuff just recently like uh clips on youtube from his streams and stuff and i'm just like this guy is hilarious how have i not known about this guy for like the last 15 years yeah he's he's, he's fucking great yeah and he's made a good career of not necessarily being that great at games but like the way he commentates games is just hilarious oh no he's super, super trash at games like that's one thing he was yeah. like this is why i punish those kids because i'm usually really bad at video games and i'm like oh, damn fair. charlie <laughs> i mean it, he is he is proof he is proof that you don't necessarily have to be good at games to be a good game streamer i wouldn't say he's necessarily a game streamer though he does a lot of um a lot of drama stuff. stuff and oh yeah, he does. Commentary. He does that. He does that too. Have you seen his videos of him just like attaching wheels to dildos he purchased online? And <laughs> yes, I have, parts? and it's very entertaining. <laughs> no way. This is Charlie. In a, yeah, dude, this is Charlie and Nacho. Literally made a, a course of for his dildos on wheels. Oh my god, man, man, yeah. YouTube is great. 
Sometimes. You t- yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Man, uh, we've gotten really off topic. What, what are we supposed to be talking about here? We so, we have we have. I was doing the sip report, but you know this kind of this is a good segue into what I actually wanted to talk about uh, because I have become fascinated with the concept of lol cows. Oh and god! So for excuse me. Oh, so God. for those out there, who, for those out there who may not know the term, so uh, uh, the Urban Dictionary defines locale as quote a person or group of people laughed at for actions that they take despite not trying to be funny. Uh, they may try to take themselves seriously, but are often milked for laughs with or without their knowledge. Are you reading this directly from Urban Dictionary? Yes, I am. And how from old verbatim. is that post? Uh, from October 11, thousand nineteen. Oh. I would assume this was an old term. It's, it's, it seems like it seems like a raffle copter term. Yeah, I, I honestly, I mean, <laughs> I do, I do think that this term originated on 4chan, although I don't know that for a fact. All right, so is it because of Chris Chan trending? Is this why? okay? I was, I was, I was gonna get to that because oh, like we're shit, talking about, we we're talking about Charlie, and the more I've kind of delved into the whole lolcal phenomenon, I'm not saying that Charlie is a lolcal, uh, but I'm saying that a lot of the people um, that I've kind of gotten into who are lolcals are people who have been around the internet for about as long as Charlie um, and have like, they have completely tanked their careers into becoming lol cows. Karen's are a type of lol cows, right? I mean, yeah. Cause you can bait them into responding. Yeah. Karen's are in a way a type of lol cow. They're just a, typically a non-internet lol cow. When you first told me about like this fascination of yours with this like word I, I think i told you it, it sounds like just another like form of schadenfreude right it just kind of because it's like it's like when you see a, a bad accident on the highway you can't help but not look that was dark like you can't you're gonna you're gonna look because, <laughs> yeah. really i was waiting dark, for something really else quickly. for a different example but nope i can't say i agree but i i know what you mean like it's so it's something that you're just like what the actual fuck but then you can't tear your eyes away because it's yeah. just so fascinating because I've, I've actually seen accidents and stuff on the highway. Super crazy shit. But so. I, I wasn't actually going to talk about this until something that happened yesterday. So for reference, because I don't know exactly when this is going to come out. We're recording this on July 31st. Yesterday, we had the most disturbing shit I've ever heard of. Coming from uh, probably the lolcal of all lolcals on the internet, Chris Jan. Mm. Um so for those We're who going don't down know, the first, rabbit hole, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of, of down the rabbit hole, there is a great video by Frederick Knudsen uh, on his down the rabbit hole series about Chris Chan, which I highly recommend everybody watching if you want to crash course in it. There's also someone whose name escapes me currently who has done a 50 plus hour long documentary on Chris Chan on YouTube. I hate it. That is still and going. It's, it, and it's still going. They're still coming out with new content. And it's because this guy, uh, Chris has been online, has been broadcasting his presence online for going on 20 years now. Um, yeah. That's rough. And, you know, just when you first get into it, you kind of feel bad for laughing at this guy and making fun of him because he is someone who's on the autism spectrum. He has very little social awareness, as you would expect someone who's even mildly autistic to have. Um, but deep down, he's a terrible person. And I'm not, I, I want to clarify, I don't think the autism makes him a terrible person. It doesn't. I think that in spite of the autism, he would still be a terrible person. Um, but he's, 
you can definitely go look at it if you're really, really interested in what he's done, like a deep dive. There's plenty of stuff out there for him. Though the whole reason I wanted you to bring this hold up. Hold on, is, hold on. Before you go to why Christian is even relevant again, right? You can't <laughs> not talk about Sonichu. Come on, dude. We okay, need, so we yeah, need that's, to talk that's about Sonichu. <laughs> That's that is the big like, how oh, he really no. got noticed in the first place, I guess. Um, like before that, he had been online as well, um, but a lot of people were just like, "Oh, that's you know sad because it's it's an autistic person who doesn't realize what they're doing is cringy." Um, but no, the Sonichu stuff is like so. Sonichu is Sonic plus Pikachu, if that isn't made obviously clear. It's a portmanteau, uh, yes. Yeah, by the name, <laughs> um, and Chris himself started out i won't say started out because he had stuff online before he started doing the sonichu thing but he fancies himself a, a comic book artist and he really right. got noticed from these sonic sonichu uh comics that he was making online i keep doing air quotes no one can fucking see it um, <laughs> uh, and he thinks that they're really good and they're really not like the story that is really shallow. It has a self insert as the main character. Um, he's utilizing, you know, other franchises characters to tell his story. Um, I, it, it's, it's not creative. It's, he's basically just taking stuff from his real life and putting it in a fictional setting, which, you know, whatever. Um, but it's just, it's really bad. And the fact that he fancies himself as this great comic book artist and he thinks the stories are great is kind of what makes it funny. Um, cause again, he has no social awareness that the people who are pretending to like his stuff are only doing it because they're trying to milk a reaction out of him. But anyway, there, there's so much stuff that's happened over his life, as you can imagine with a 50 hour long documentary about one individual. What? Um, 50 hours? And- yeah, it's fifty. It's more than fifty hours long. God. All of these, uh, all of these different videos put together. Okay. So what is this new development that so the back new to development re- is? I I don't know the entire background about how this uh, phone call came about, um, but I do know that there was it was a leaked phone call that was recorded, and that he's talking to someone bragging, in fact, that he has essentially raped his. Elderly, dementia-ridden mother. Uh, Who's? Uh, yes, I, I hate it. I, I hate it. I, ooh, ooh, <laughs> listen. Okay. <laughs> I and I don't even know where to go from that. It's like it's when I first saw that Chris Chen was trending on Twitter. I'm like, oh god, what happened now? And I thought, oh, maybe he got, uh, maybe he. You know, poked the, the wrong bear and someone actually came he after definitely him, poked like, something yeah oh, i hate it i just i don't even know where you go from that like how and the fact that the, the the crazy thing is that he's such a piece of shit that he doesn't realize that what he's done is even wrong and he thinks he's done his mother a favor wait so is there like anything any follow-up to this any like I'm hoping know. it's fake, to be honest, because, you know, internet stuff. I- I'm really hoping this is a fake Maybe, thing. but this is Chris Chan that we're talking about, right? If you know anything about it, like, all the stuff that's happened to him or about him that sounded fake turns out to be fucking real. Yeah, I know, and I hate it. I really want it to be fake. I do, too, but at the same time, knowing the person it is, I can see it happening, sadly. It's really messed up. But this is what I mean, like... like 
all of us admit that this is like creepy, cringy, criminal shit that's going on. Yet we can't. I well, I can't. I can't look away. I mean, I'll need Why? therapy what? after this. I, I felt. I felt I was a better man before I heard that story, dude. Like I don't know. I think I'm good with not following up on that. <laughs> <laughs> Natai got one little taste of Chris Chan. He's like, nah, I'm good. Because because of this, because of this, like I, some therapist down the road is going to be very happy with all the money I'm going to give them. It's the way before this podcast started, Nitai was criticizing me for liking the drama on Frenemies, and now Alex is liking this on Twitter, and I'm like, girl, not even I like this kind of drama, honey. I can look away from this easy. This is not entertaining. (laughs) I can't see, like, a a lot of people were introduced to Chris Chan somewhat recently. I've actually been following this since I was about 15 years old. Like, I've known who Chris Chan was that long. (laughs) Get some help. I'm 31 years old now. Your fates are intertwined. Girl, if you... Wait, do you actually think this is entertaining drama? Because... That I, is not what this I, is. In in a, in a very uh, cringy or uh, I don't know Schadenfreudic way, yeah, I do. Honey, you need because <laughs> it's not happening to me. You need help, girl. I don't deny this. I need help on many many levels, but okay. I don't this know. Is a cry and it's for not. Help. It's it's not just Christian. Like there are other locales that I've been following for a while too. There's uh, I don't know if any of you guys know who DSP is. Who? Dark Side Phil. Actually, I don't. Who's that? So he's one of the ones I know the least about, and it's one of the ones I've kind of gotten into probably the most recently. So Dark Side Phil was, back in the day, a, a fighting game YouTuber. Um, so he did things you know like Street Fighter and such. Um, and he was essentially a gaming YouTuber for a while. He had his own channel and everything. Um, and then he moved to Twitch. And something he's always seems to struggle with is money. Like, he's someone who, for whatever reason, if you give him a dollar, it's gone within five seconds. And then he needs more. Um, And he doesn't tend to treat his followers very well. Uh, He seems to milk them, and he doesn't really provide a whole lot of entertaining content. Um, He spends most of his streams that he does just bitching about his life. I don't know why anyone would tune in to watch that, but whatever. He also has the most annoying laugh I've ever heard in my life. It's like I, I I get why you're sort of fascinated by it because like the closest thing I like I guess yeah that is sort of um, related to that is uh, Wings of Freedom. Speaking of like down the rabbit hole, if you've seen the episode on Wings of Freedom, that also was like a you mean Wings that... of Redemption. Wings of Redemption. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna talk about him too because I'm so fascinated because there's new developments with that too because he just got kicked off of Twitch. Wait, what did he do? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, because that's Twitch also said, like a very. Twitch said he violated Section D of his contract or Clause D or whatever, but what doesn't say means. what that is. But that is also like a person who's sort of just kind of shitty, but isn't aware of himself being shitty to others, and he's been has been pushing people away more and more, and yeah, like, like, like and people online are just like sort of like rewarding him for his shitty behavior, and it's like, ugh. I don't know. I think I feel like a majority of his quote unquote fans are actually just trolls at this point. 
I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I enjoy seeing him sort of just break down. It's kind of, sh- it, it's really shitty. I mean, honestly. yeah, the, the, if you watch, if you watch the videos of him breaking down, like back in 2017, 2018, like it's kind of sad because it's someone who's really made his own bed in life and he doesn't know how to sleep in it. Because like, so for those who don't know, Wings of Redemption is another person who started out in the YouTube sphere. He was a Call of Duty YouTuber back in the day. You know, back when, well, John probably remembers. Remember back when Call of Duty commentary was a thing? Was everywhere. It's still big. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I mean, okay. But yeah. you remember, like, it started a long time ago. Like, that was one of the first big gaming trends on YouTube. Yeah. Um, that's when he got started. Like, that, it was that long ago. He He started doing YouTube back when YouTube was still only about a year or two old. Um, people were still kind of figuring out what to do with it. Um, and he got picked up by Machinima. He worked for them for a while. Um, and then I, it was shortly after he got dropped from Machinima that he kind of went over to Twitch and started streaming there. Um, but the big thing was he was on a podcast called PKA Painkiller Already. And he had that, uh, he had a, on the podcast one night, he had a 1v1 match with uh, another Syndicate. Call of Duty streamer called Syndicate. Yeah. Um, and he got absolutely massacred in this 1v1 uh, after like two or three hours beforehand of him just completely treating Syndicate like a piece of shit and telling him how much better that Wings telling him how much better he was at the game. He got absolutely trashed at it and then took it like a child, threw it, broke his controller, um, started threatening people's lives that were on the podcast. Because he's is, is a fucking man-child, dude. And it's like, like, the thing that gets me is people sort of rewarding that behavior by, by like, fucking watching them all the time. And, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know. But the thing, the thing with Wings it. is he's been given so many opportunities by other people in his life to make his own life better. And he's fucked up every single one of them in spectacular fashion. Some people are just shitty, man. Yeah, he is like he and and like he'll he'll give you thirty thousand reasons why he's not, but it's like no, all these excuses you're giving are kind of proving the point that you're kind of shitty. The funniest thing is he banned subs on his Twitch, or well, he did ban subs on his Twitch channel. Yeah, why? Yeah, because he can't take it. First of all, he can't take a joke. Like he's someone that has absolutely no sense of humor. Um. But like anytime he'll he'll ban people for criticizing his gameplay. Oh. He'll ban people for. Uh, I thought you meant he disabled subs. You mean he banned subscribers? No, he bans no, them he outright. Um, but he, like even the slightest provocation, he starts banning people. And like what he wants his mods and himself to ban people for it changes minute to minute. Yeah. So it's hard to it's hard to interact in his channel anyway because you never know what he's going to ban you for. Anyway, it's it's fun to watch, and like I feel like because I've kind of been keeping up with the the new stuff with Wings of Redemption lately, I feel like we're about to get another like blow up thing like we did back in like 2017. I don't know. I feel pretty good about not keeping up with shitty people. Yeah, no, I, like... just for me, I, there's there's just a morbid fascination I have with it. I know they're not good people, and I shouldn't follow them. But I mean, God, I understand. It's fun to watch them like, destroy their their own like livelihood i i have a morbid fascination with like serial killers and like criminals and stuff like i loved watching uh jim can't swim videos about like look at all these shitty people that like murder their family and try to get away with it i'm just like Mm. i i just like watching this i don't know what it is about these cases that i'm just like it's just interesting to me Mm. anyway i i feel like if you guys want to keep talking about it you can but i feel like i've taken up way more than enough time yeah no i i honestly I I didn't know why Chris Chan was trending. Um uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm very upset that you told me why. 
and I hate it. <laughs> um, I wish I could bleach my brain. Uh, <laughs> but I guess I'll go next, and I'll try to keep it short because <laughs> we ate up a lot of time talking about just random stupid shit. But that's kind of what mm. the WTFs are for. But um, yeah, yeah. Delivery apps and why we're terrible people. Listen, guys, delivery apps are terrible. Um, if you use delivery apps, you're a terrible person. Do you mean by delivery apps? Do you mean something like um, like, like DoorDash and like DoorDash, Uber Eats, uh, Deliveroo, like whatever your localized version of people who don't get paid enough to do this bullshit for you? And I, I get that because of uh, Rona and stuff. They've grown in usage. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I've been using delivery apps for a long time now because I'm lazy and I'll, I'll spend mm. the extra cash. And holy shit, do I spend an extra amount of money? Like, I think I stopped for a month or two because DoorDash was like, hey, you could have saved $300 on your deliveries last month. And I was like, Jesus Christ, did I pay $300 to DoorDash just to use it? This is some bullshit. What? Yeah. It... So, so, how did this realization come about that they are terrible? Well, they're always terrible, but I, I watched this video of this guy who was like, he's living in his car and he's talking about like the ins and outs of uh, delivery de- like delivery services, but specifically DoorDash. And it's like, some people do deliveries for like, you know, it's a $4 drink so and they don't tip on it. So that guy is only making like a couple cents. It's, it's costing mm. him more in gas than it is anything to deliver you food. I don't know. I don't know what apps y'all use, but like to me, the apps that I use, if you like are under a certain amount of money, like you pay extra. And if you're over, like you get free delivery. Like who orders a single like $5 thing? Whenever I order, it's like a full meal or like a like multiple. A lot of people. So the problem is there's a lot of people that order like $5 and under stuff. Girl. Yeah, I know. Lazy. But there's like like, um, um, a lot of Starbucks. A lot of Starbucks locations start started doing like Uber Eats and DoorDash and stuff, and like people will just get a uh, coffee, get delivered. But to like, them. what is the point? You're what? paying for delivery, uh, like you're literally paying double the price for your small little coffee. Like, what is the point? Yes. So, I understand what you're saying, but that's kind of how people are. Like, uh, over here, a lot of people get bubble tea. Bubble tea is like three or four dollars, and they'll order just that. You know, and it's usually teenagers and stuff, and. You know, they don't have money, and but they're using these apps because it's like, oh, well, you know, everyone's using these apps. And we're all just terrible people because we use it because it's an exploitation of workers. And I try to tip as much as possible. Wait, so what you're saying is they're ordering like just like one item or whatever yes. that's super cheap and I don't tip the fucking yes. delivery guy? Yeah, it's Honey, are the apps to blame or are these literal losers that buy no, one No, no, it's the people who don't tip. Well, no. In general, I would say it's the whole system. Like, so this guy posted a video. He's living in his car, and he's just like, "Man, you guys are killing us! Like, you guys are only doing like four or five dollar deliveries and not even tipping. Like, this is some bullshit." Hmm. And I'm just like, and everyone was flaming him in the comments. They're like, "Oh, get a fucking real job then." I'm like, "Dude, dude this is, is a real a job. job. Like, what yeah, the fuck is what's wrong, wrong with you? And it's it, like it's super job. shitty." And Overall, I feel like the because of the delivery apps and people taking it up as side cash, like there's another uh, thread I, I read about this where a guy was like, yeah, so what he does is he goes around and travels the U.S., goes to different states, and he picks up side jobs. So what he did he decided to do for two weeks while he was in the city, he was going to do DoorDash. And he just like broke down how it went and like what areas gave him the most money, what areas didn't. And how to like actually make good cash, 
And basically, they have a rating system too, just like um, Uber does for uh, and Lyft for drivers. Delivery drivers have a rating system where if they don't, if they fuck up your order or they take too long or you just rate them poorly because of whatever fucking reason you have, they don't get priority, you know, for stuff. So they could make less money. Ooh. So for people who are like starting out, they're obviously not priority. So it's hard for them to make cash because the people who've been doing it longer and the people who are like, you know, obviously going really fast and <laughs> probably running lights and stuff. They're priority dashers. Like whenever someone fucks up an order and someone reorders it, they give it to priority dashers to do that. That's happened to a couple times to me and my girlfriend. And it's just like, it's, it's a pretty, I don't know. Dude, I don't like it's... the system. I don't like how the fact that they're not being paid enough, obviously like and DoorDash and Uber eats, they're not making a lot of cash on these either. Like they're charging you three or $4 for a delivery fee. And then they're charging an extra like, three or four dollars for like just for them so you're paying already eight bucks towards that and then you're in a tip and it's gonna be like 12 13 ish bucks it's just go pick up your own food guys <laughs> just say, yeah. say just do it just trust me like i think we need to abandon delivery apps altogether like i understand it has a purpose like if for I people who can't leave more. their house <laughs> Yeah, like, make first of all, if you're going to order from delivery apps, uh, make sure you can afford to tip. Um, and if you're not going to tip, just go pick up the food yourself. Yeah, Fuck if you're not going to tip or you're just going to get, like, one item, unless you are physically un- unable to go get this shit, like, you should probably just do it yourself. But even, like, even if you only, like, need one item, like, it's just more economical to just buy a whole bunch and, like, eat it later. Like, why would you ever just buy one item? It just doesn't make sense. Because people are lazy and people want For their own economical interest, it's more, like, efficient if you buy more on the app. So this is, like, for your own good. For my example, it's, like, for, like, my younger siblings, they don't have a car or whatnot they can't get to that place they want like bubble tea or they want uh, a coffee it's like you only can order so much of something from there like <laughs> how are you gonna order a whole fucking lunch and dinner set from girl Starbucks? get you, i don't know can't. what bubble tea sells but don't do they sell like like uh what do you call the things donuts or something get a pack of donuts uh, honey. most bubble tea places are bakeries so you can get like exactly. sandwiches and get stuff, a pack but... of muffins mm. Like, I, love I, I get what you're saying, but again, it's it's really the convenience that people are using it, and it, it just makes me feel terrible when I use it. That's why I try to tip, because, God, man, this just sucks. And it, I hate how it perpetuates and just constantly creates more situations where the drivers are working their asses off, they're not getting paid enough, and people are just using this service. And it just, overall, I hate it. Like, I know that Uber drivers can choose to, like, not take a request. I don't know if delivery app drivers can do that. But maybe if you they can. were able to 100%. do that, that would be better. Hmm. Yeah, so a delivery driver, at least, so everything that I know is about DoorDash, because I, that's just the videos that I've seen, the um, the posts that I've read from people doing it. I only know about DoorDash. And you can reject, obviously, like, hey, someone wants you to go pick up this item that's 30 minutes away and it's only five dollars you can say fuck that you know and you can just leave that area you 100 percent can do that and that's why sometimes like there'll be um when you look at your delivery app stuff it'll be like 
instead of a 20 minute delivery window, it, it hikes up to like 80 or 90 because there's not enough drivers in the area. So they need to get people to drive to that area. But I, I don't know. I just feel like we need to stop using it. <laughs> I need to stop using it. Honestly speaking, I, cause I worked overtime. I had a bunch of extra money and I've just been ordering food like all week. And I'm just like, God damn it. I'm falling into it again where my laziness is like, fuck it. I'll spend the extra 15 bucks. I can afford this. And it's just, I forget a lot about mm. what I'm helping perpetuate. And that's really the, the terrible thing that we need to think about. And that's, that's something else because I, I don't know if this is an American thing or not, but there's a lot of people that I've met who are more than willing to pay extra money for extra convenience. Oh yeah, I I do it. I mean, it's the same here. A lot of my friends would use like some of our delivery services here just to like instead of going to the restaurant to pick up the food, if they're ordering it for like a few friends, they'd rather like order it to their homes. And well, Yeah, that's what we did when I was working in an office when I when that was still a thing. Um what we would do for lunchtime sometimes is if if one person wanted to get something, you know, like on Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever, they would just go around and ask if anyone else wanted something from the same place. And normally they'd end up getting at least $150, to yeah, the food. that's what we do in my place as well. Sometimes um, we order together foods from somewhere and then it's like one big delivery. Exactly. Yeah, and then they would get a, the driver would get a big like $35 tip. Yeah. That's how normal yeah. people I mean, do it. <laughs> I understand. You guys are min-maxing it, and that's honestly what you should do. You should order as much as you can. But I'm still saying, because of the delivery apps, we're perpetuating a very exploitative service, and we need to stop and think about it for a second before we consider, you know, like, the whole, I don't care, I don't have money, it only costs $4, why should I tip, shit like that. Like, no, you that's did, just though, garbage behavior. You did bring up a, a, yeah. a group of people that this probably benefits a lot, though, and that's people who are maybe physically disabled and can't leave their house. But even then, that doesn't justify just buying one drink, girl. Oh, true, true. But, like... And not tipping. Yeah, like, I feel like your um, proposition of just not using the apps would be worse for these drivers, because then they would have literally no job. I just think you should just be just tip and order a lot and probably for the best would be no see again because I'm saying I don't want to perpetuate this exploitative system anymore like as much as I love the convenience and I get that it's giving people jobs it's not giving them a good quality of life because of how much they are earning based on their performance like they're not getting medical coverage they're not being treated as like full-time workers and the Mm. companies are just trash how will boycotting it help easy we as the workers need to rise up and seize the means you know actually if you want if you want it both ways if you want it both ways the solution i would propose is instead of having these apps like uber eats or or whatever instacart doordash how about just having all these companies that you're getting stuff from actually have delivery drivers on staff no (laughs) you mean like domino's like every other fucking pizza place it's because and even then like company uh um not companies uh restaurants are being shorted by these delivery companies because of the fees that they gouge them on it's like hey if you want to to, if you want to use this service we're gonna take like 15 percent of your sales so they're not only gouging you as a user consumer they're gouging the businesses okay 
Like, just overall, we're perpetuating something super shitty and everyone needs to stop. I think that the best solution would be for the government to regulate the delivery apps. Because I think the concept of delivery apps is extremely, like, beneficial to society in general. But it's just, it's a new thing, so it's really unregulated and they're taking advantage of that. And... (laughs) How I feel about government regulation aside, like... But, like, every other job is regulated. What do you mean? Like, there's minimum wage. There's all these regulations. Just fair regulations. I have the distinct feeling that if that were to actually happen, they would be classified as tipped workers, and then they wouldn't have to be paid minimum wage. Yeah, that's also... Uh... Yeah, which, in America, Which speaks to a larger fucked. problem, because a lot of a lot of this that you're, you're talking about re- is revolving around tips. How about we don't have a fucking tip culture in America and actually pay people what they're fucking owed. Yeah, it's the same like, here in Israel as well. This fucking practice that started off from the Great Depression because people couldn't make ends meet, and then you know, shitty people took advantage of that and they prey on you know. I always tip because I feel bad, and and again, it's perpetuating something way worse. And we're not really solving the root of the thing. There's a whole problem. Fucking, and this is why I brought it up because this is just super shitty, man. It is. I mean, it, it's not a great situation, especially for the people that are trapped by it. All right. Well, speaking of other shitty things, I need to move on because <laughs> I said I wasn't going to talk about this for very long, but I did anyway because it's kind of my main subject. But uh, Halo Infinite Alpha came out. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone else got to play it. Uh, it was I saw Charlie bad. play it. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah. Charlie play it too. Um, this Alpha build is like three builds behind like current build so it was super janky like it's it seems super fluid but there was a bunch of problems with it and a bunch of launch problems and honestly in my opinion it just does not bode very well for the holiday release that halo infinite is slated for um i i I want i like halo right I, i like the halo franchise i want infinite to be good but the alpha does not inspire very much hope for me can it be worse than five? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> okay. I'd argue I liked five's combat system mainly because I like Call of Duty, so I didn't have too much of a problem with it compared to like every everyone else in the world. With my my, I I love the gunplay in Halo Five. My biggest issue was the story sucks. Oh yeah, the whole emo <laughs> Spartan versus Spartan thing. I thought the Spartan versus Spartan thing could have been interesting, but it ended up being super the problem boring. is that the lock is such a like fucking shitty character he's so badly yeah. developed we got a good trailer out of it at least <laughs> okay there was a good Locke. trailer i'll give you was that it idris elba i don't think it was idris elba right no just because he's black doesn't mean it's idris elba wow <laughs> wow dude i didn't even think i can't remember who played Locke. that's why but it's not keep david was it like here's my yeah, question for the little for the little scene of the gameplay of the alpha is it, like compared to other Halo multiplayer that you guys have played, does anything was anything really impressing you? Because again, I don't play much Halo, but what I've seen, it doesn't look really. It just looks kind of bland. There was nothing really that popped out to me as like interesting okay. about the multiplayer. So one of the things is that there were not a lot of weapons, not a lot of upgrades, like. It's not fully released, and, and that's another thing I had to complain. This alpha itself was a failure of a launch because, again, it's a build that's three builds behind. Like, they're way past this. They didn't release enough of the game for us to even test anything really out, 
And overall, I don't know what the point was. Like, this was not a technical stress test. This was not to see if people's games... Like, I don't know what the fuck was the reason for this alpha build. Like, I, I don't get it. Did they even include the, time, the fucking grappling hook that they marketed so much, right? Well, it was on the map, but you couldn't pick it up. It was stupid. But anyway, point is, I don't understand why this alpha came out. Um, there was no specific reason that I could think of. Maybe, like, server stress testing, because it took forever to fucking get into a game and there was a shit ton I, I, of I feel bugs, like that's but... a big part of the reason why they launched it when they did even though like you say it was still full of like issues is they wanted to test their servers i <laughs> i mean halo's big and since it's coming to pc i guarantee you we're gonna hit like half a million players online right when it launches so be ready Microsoft. I like how you think enough people are gonna actually be able to get in the first day well no like that's my point um, I don't think anyone's going to be able to fucking play first day. Just like Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, when it came out, multiplayer was down for the first, like, day or two. It was hard to get online because too many people were playing. There's or just like bugs. Fallout 76. Uh, we don't talk about that. But I, I just <laughs> could, wanted to gripe the about... Launch be, could, will the launch be that bad? <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, the most interesting thing about Infinite to me is probably, like, learning more about the development because, holy shit, so many people came came and went in this development cycle like i'm really interested to see like what happened because hmm. not something good obviously like <laughs> yeah. from what we've seen so far i'm just i'm i'm for me personally i couldn't care less about the multiplayer i'm way more interested in the story i just <laughs> want the story to be better than five that's all i want yeah i'm hoping the story is better as well but Oh, I will say one thing I did like that I saw was how the new gravity hammer works. I like the way it works. That there's actually like a wave of damage that goes out like in front of you for a, a, a short distance instead of like all being confined to a certain space where you actually hit the gravity hammer down. So I, I'd argue that there was always a, that little concussion field in front of the grav hammer. It, it's always had that range. but Yeah, it but it goes that to... much further now it seems like. I, I think it was just more of a you just didn't see it. I don't know. That's how I felt. But I just want to talk about the alpha because it was bad. And then I want to kind of talk about Amazon's new terrible game <laughs> as well. Oh, God. I'm not sure if anyone else knows, but I love video games. I like playing video <laughs> really? games. Really? No. Oh, video games man. are good. In fact, I'm studying to be a game developer myself. Oh my Check that out Hug. in a couple of years. You know, I'm something of a game developer myself. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so Amazon released a new game. Um, Amazon, if you guys didn't know, has made a four-way, four, four-way, foray into <laughs> video game development. Jeff Bezos had a four-way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Papa Bezos. <laughs> Save us all. But um, so Amazon Video Game Studio, or whatever their fucking name is, they released a new game uh, actually called like a new world i believe mm -hmm. a new game okay. called new world uh and it's like did it get canceled after two weeks no not like <laughs> the lord of the rings one okay. <laughs> just making sure uh if no one else knows lord of the rings mmo was planned by amazon studios and it never came out because it got canceled it's like but the third games they developed that was canceled after a short while yeah and i don't know any of their other games that they made I've never played them, but they have like maybe six or seven other games that they've developed. So their new one is called uh, New World, and boy, 
boy was it terrible so they they didn't even launch it yet right they had the uh beta out and there was a problem with the fucking game that what type of game is it it's an mmo mmorpg okay you just think like wow and stuff like that so there was a problem with uh how the coding worked or something that made that when you were in the menu for this video game it uncapped your FPS and it burned out a bunch of people's video cards. Specifically, oh my god, the GTX 3090s. So oh if no one god. else knows. MSRP for the 3090s are like thirteen hundred dollars if you can get it for MSRP. Most of them are selling for like seventeen two thousand dollars because of scalpers and there's a chip shortage and shit. So I I was gonna play this game. Because I was like, I like MMOs and, you know, whatnot. I have Amazon. So I, I'll, I'll try to check it out. And then, like, the next day when I was about to download it, I saw all the news about, like, yeah, be careful about playing this game because your cards might fucking burn out. And I was like, what? And you're just like, and, nope, not for me. And uh, fortunately, I, th- I think it was EVGA. They were um, RMAing people's cards for them. So they were replacing people's cards that melted because of this fiasco. And damn, <laughs> what a terrible fucking launch. And it wasn't even a launch. It was a fucking beta, dude. <laughs> a fucking beta weekend. And you imagine that. You're playing a video game, beta weekend, and it melts your fucking graphics card that you've waited months and months to get because of this fucking scalper and chip shortage. Like, holy fuck. <laughs> Like, this has ruined my entire weekend. Uh, so I, th- I think <laughs> it, uh, the actual release is August 31st. And um, me and my friends on my personal Discord server are planning to, like, play in it. So it actually looks Ooh. pretty bad, I'll admit. But I'm thirsty for an MMO. So we gonna, we going to try it out. <laughs> Why not just play fucking Final Fantasy XIV? No, but I love, I love the culture about... Uh, surrounding when a new MMO gets released is just so much fun. I I find like my, like all the other MMOs have been around for like a hundred thousand years, and I'm like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah, outdated in this and I that. But it. I get Show's point. Like trying it because you don't know if that new MMO is gonna be hot shit or it's gonna be just. But also shit. like with the old M, like when you when you start playing a new MMO, everybody's on the same like level if you stop playing the old mmos there's people that have like a bajillion hours in it they have like all the best equipment they have all the shit and i'm like yeah, everyone's yeah, at level who cares one about on them you play with friends you who haven't played yet no but it's more together. fun when like you're all like sim- in a similar situation all of the like newer areas are more populated you know everybody's trying to grind the same way it's just it's just the more fun culture I guess. Yeah, without, like, a guide of, like, this is what you need to do. These are the storylines you need to do. Yeah, you're all figuring it out together. Exactly. I think that's pretty fun, too. But uh, based on the, like, I was watching streamers play the game and stuff. I was not very impressed with this MMO. Like, to be honest, I'd rather play Black Desert or fucking even. um. Oh, I remember Black Desert. Black Desert Online is still uh, a good video game. I like the combat quite a lot. I really don't like how there's no raid system, but I mean they have field bosses, so I guess it's kind of a raid system. But so in terms of like mm-hmm. appearance for uh, combat skills and stuff, I think Black Desert Online is fucking phenomenal. And Perlibus, I believe they bought back their rights. It's not being released by whatever company was releasing it before, so I think they're independent again, which is a good thing because the last company was like super terrible. But um, what's the other fucking one I was thinking about? That I liked playing for the combat, but it was more Dragon's Nest. 
No, not fucking Dragon's Nest. I played that on launch, though. I, I've, I've played a lot of MMOs. I'm trying to fucking remember. Blade and Soul. I really liked Blade and Soul, um, specifically playing the uh, Kung Fu Master, but I I think Black Desert Online is a, a better like alternative to New World, to be honest. Just because the combat itself seems super lackluster in comparison. Like I'd rather play Terra. And I don't even know if Terra is still online, to be honest. Ooh, is Terra still online? Let me let me Google that. I don't know. I fucking remember when Aeon came out and everyone's like, oh, it's the WoW killer. It's so beautiful. And I Jamie, played Jamie, look that up. <laughs> Jamie, can you look that up? Not that. Pull that up. <laughs> I definitely don't think New World is going to be the WoW killer. I think it has a lot of problems. Um, but honestly, we haven't had a big MMO release in a long time, so I will be playing it. Uh, the biggest problems it has is that, like, I think a month ago, it was supposed to be a PvP-focused game where it was going to be open-world PvP, everyone killing each other, um, and, like, it w- all of the functions were PvP-focused, and then when they uh, had testers test it out, everybody hated that because it was, like, shit and toxic and bullshit, so they, like, totally reworked it to be more PvE-focused, and for, like, having a month to change your game from pvp to pve obviously they don't have like enough content they don't have bosses they don't have well they do have bosses but they don't have enough of it they don't have enough pve content it's very bare bones which is not great when it's an mmo with pve focus so that's one issue and the other issue is that there's no class system like you just load in and you choose your weapon and you choose your stats and that decides how many skills you have you have like three skills you can use per weapon you can equip two weapons so it's like limited skills not a complicated class system i think it's more geared toward casuals and not towards like um min maxers who want to like super customize your character which is not what i I disagree because it has the whole RuneScape system where you have to fucking min max the skills. By what do you mean using RuneScape was super casual focused, not a lot of skills? I mean, yeah, no, one hundred percent. It right, is very but... much Holy like RuneScape shit, for sure, but that's today. a casual game, yeah. and that's not what I would personally I don't, look for. See, and that's why I don't get if they were going to be casual and have like this RuneScape esque system, how are they going to release it as a PvP? Like this, to me, this game, I I just wanted to try it out because it was new and. To be honest, it's the only attraction I have towards this game. I think everything else about it I don't like. Like, again, the combat system, I'd rather play Final Fantasy fourteen as a, um, a monk or something because that's a lot more interesting to me than this combat system that's RuneScape. Yeah, no, for sure. What you're saying is there's lots of red flags with this game. 100%. But I'll still be playing it because it's big and a lot of people will be playing it, so I'm going to be in there. Listen... The first red flag was that it was developed by Amazon. By Amazon. Not Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> Wait, what if exactly. what if one of the what if one of the uh, the bosses is just Jeff Bezos? Oh my god. Yeah. So that's all I got. Oh, uh, also, I hate that it's not tab targeted. I hate that. Is it not? <laughs> no. Is it just free camera? Yes. Oh. I hate oh. it here. <laughs> yeah. I'll try funny. it out when it comes out for free. Not there. <laughs> <laughs> not not like two years later. So are we are we placing out. bets? How long till it goes free to play? Uh, considering that Amazon owns it, I don't think it's ever going to go free to play. To be honest, I I forget. I don't think it's a one time pay. It's not a subscribe. It's not a subscription based. And no, it's just a forty dollars. Yeah, game. it's not pay to win either. That you don't pay for like like in-game stuff so are they making their money like microtransactions 
No, there's no microtransactions. So it's just one time. So how are they going to make... It's an MMO. How are they going to make their money? What do you mean? Because the... you pay up front for it. <laughs> yeah, like any other game. <laughs> it's a $40 game, dude. <laughs> no, That's... but you're saying it's an MMO, right? Guild Wars 2 has the same thing Mo- where it's a one-time payment and you don't subscribe. There's no subscription. There's no microtransactions. Oh, yeah. Like, you can Actually, just- think about, about it like this, Natai. It's the 90s and you want to play a video game. That's how they make money. Black Desert Online is the same way. You pay like I think the game base game is like twenty bucks, but you usually can catch it on sale for like ten or twelve bucks. But it's the same way. You just pay one time and you own the game and just play the game. Yeah. Actually, didn't know. Imagine, imagine buying software and then owning it. Wow, what a concept! Can you blame me for being so suspicious of it though? I don't think WoW needs anyone to kill WoW. I think WoW is killing itself. Not I mean, yeah. hey, it's either WoW killing itself or Blizzard killed themselves with all these sexual allegations. Oh, right? God. You, you, either, get you, <laughs> you either die the hero or get live long anything. enough to become the villain. I don't, I don't know enough about the situation other than the fact that Blizzard is and has always been a shitty company. Or not Blizzard, uh, Activision so, Blizzard. Yeah. No, we're not get getting into, into like, it. We, we've gone too far. Up Natai, to you. Go. I can get into it very shortly. Oh, my God. It. Well, it's your. you know what, Natai? You have the floor. You do whatever you want, buddy. Um. Uh, okay, let's try and summarize this shit. Um, Blizzard is fucking shitty, and they've been like that again for years. And just in the past week or so, came out an article about uh, how, for the past two years, Blizzard was under investigations about... Um, the work space in general that they've been handling. Um, basically, it seems that a lot of senior uh, workers would basically not work, would play video games and let uh, the younger uh, workers just, you know, actually do their job and whether it be like fix shit in WoW or develop stuff. And what these these assholes would do would go on the fucking they would call it cubic crawl they would get Cube drunk crawls, yeah would get drunk and go between like different you know like uh, all like go uh, all over the office and just fucking harass uh, specifically female uh, workers and uh, whether it be just you know like um suggesting like sexual um acts, sexual favors and sexual favors yeah. and even joking about raping some of the female uh, developers. And they would physically and... rope the, the women during these cube crawls. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this, like, I, I'll try and find the ar- the link to the article because it's it's nuts. It's, like, one of the things well, that come reason... is apparently, apparently, one, like, apparently, like, when they were on vacation, one of the female uh, developers committed suicide because her nude photos were being shared around some of the like some of the guys in the office something crazy yeah so what happened the reason why this story was even making uh, big waves is because this recently happened where um there was a female developer who was in a relationship with her supervisor yeah and then the supervisor he decided to leak her photos to the office and she was just getting harassed by it like left and right and that's why she decided to kill herself and it's just... Let's not forget, it's the same Blizzard that fucking laid off more than 100 developers one day, right before the end of the fiscal year, just so fucking their could CEOs could get an extra bonus on their yeah. check. Like, like, Activision Blizzard is just like a fucking pool of feces. I hate it. 
Yeah, Blizzard has always been kind of a shitty company. Not always been kind of. It's always been a shitty company. As much as I love like StarCraft, I love the the series StarCraft, StarCraft One, Two, and Two. But man, I really don't like Blizzard as a company. They're just as you would assume dude. with like most giant corporations, they've gotten too big, and there's just people with too much you know of an industry attitude problem like. I get it. This industry has been dominated by males for a long time. A lot of these uh, developers are socially awkward guys, but I don't know. There are certain ways you need to conduct yourself in public. And fucking defending it as as like frat boy culture is so fucking shitty. It's like well, no, I don't. I don't no. think it's. I don't think it's too. It's too much to ask to not grope your female coworkers. Or I mean, that's not a big them. ask. Yeah, like. Blizzard kind of needs to, um, I don't know. Maybe get dissolve. rid of their entire executive board? Yeah, I agree. Well, it's See, the problem is it's not just the executive board, dude. Yeah, that's it, the, it's the, it's the entire works. It's work, just, uh, the, work the buck stops with them, though. They had to know this stuff was going on. Oh, 100% they knew this stuff was going on. They have ass loads of lawyers and money to try to sweep it under the rug, but you know, a lot of workers are finally standing up and being like, no, we're not going to be silenced, then you know what, they're probably all going to get laid off at the end of the year, but fuck it. Let Boeing, Activision Blizzard, <laughs> Boeing, yeah. let Blizzard fucking uh, collapse in on itself. Like it's, That's a nice uh, Freudian slip you had there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because it's... I have a very big problem with mega corporations, and that is a rant for another time, but brothers and sisters, we need to seize oh, the oh, means dear. of production. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, Amelia. Yeah, fuck Activision Blizzard. Honestly, fuck them. It's yeah. Just terrible. No, but Agreed. seriously, yeah, fuck mega corporations and ugh, I hate It's like the same thing, it. like I won't go into it any further, but like the same thing also happens at Ubisoft right now. It's like all these big companies that you just start hearing about all this shit that's going on. It's like what the f- like man, being a game developer is sucks ass if this is the works uh, workplace I you work in. I would say being a game developer for big companies is yeah, for big would companies. suck ass. Yeah, like we've all heard about the slave wages at or the slave driving at a cd project red like yeah. not being paid overtime having to work 80 hours a week stuff like that it's nuts and yeah yeah it's super crazy so natai how was your vacation <laughs> yeah natai how was your vacation oh it was great it was fucking awesome um it's uh what we did me and my me and my mates we drove down to Eilat, which is the southernmost city in israel and we just had a good time we went to the beach we ate a lot a lot a lot of food we went to this one place which is like a um it's a eat all as you can buffet right all you can yeah. eat all you can eat buffet and it's just it's just meat meat everywhere how it works is you pay is a you pay and then you're sort of added to this rotation what i mean by that so a waiter will come around he'll have this fucking piece of meat on a steak I'm like would you like to eat this like would you like be to cut you like some slices it's like yeah sure he cuts you a bit of the meat then he moves on to the next table that is in that rotation it's fucking amazing uh, we've we've sat in that restaurant for an hour and it was an hour straight of just eating meat all types of meat like and man. by the end of it I, I felt i was full i was like like a penguin just waddling left to right but it was a really good time um kaiki would I be so to... proud of you I, I went to a Brazilian steakhouse that was the exact same way. Like, yeah, it, it is a Brazilian themed restaurant. It's it's called Casa oh, de Brasil. Oh shit! 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Brazilian steakhouse where they they charge you an ass load. Yeah. Like, but it's it so like, worth it. Yeah. So I actually recently experienced that, so I I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's and man, the waiters were amazing. They were just like, and it it was it's a really great place. I had a lot of fun. And but yeah, so for that, as I said, we went to the beach. We relaxed. Uh, went shopping. Got myself some Switch games finally to play. Um, and we played a lot of board games. A lot, a lot of board games. That was a lot of fun. Uh, really chill. Really chill. Really needed that. Would highly recommend. Vacation, yeah, I would highly recommend every so often going on vacation. Yeah, it's it's you just you just need to, for your soul, you know, you just need to relax a bit. Um, yeah, I I had a great time, but also a thing I would like to touch on real quick because holy shit, it finally happened! They finally released a fucking anime film in Israel. Finally, after all these years of bitching, in Israeli theaters. In theaters, yes. Um, so they released the Demon Slayer movie here in Israel in theaters, which... Mugen Train? Mugen Train, yeah. motherfucking Mugen Train. Oh, shit. Yeah, so me and my buddies, we went to theaters to see it, and it was amazing. It was everything I wanted it to be. And actually, like, a month ago, on a whim, I started Demon Slayer, finally. And, like, when I was around episode 15 or so, then the news broke that they're bringing it to Israel, to Israel theaters. And I was super hyped. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, I mean, it would have been kind of dis- like depressing if the most uh, successful anime movie of all time wouldn't have made it to Israel theaters. That's but, why I, I told you. I told you, like, if you guys don't get this movie, you're never getting any anime movies. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel so, I feel so, I feel so, I don't know. I feel so happy that after all this time of just bitching about it on the podcast, I finally can say, yes, I went to the theater seeing an anime on the big screen, and it was incredible. Uh, and such it was a, a good movie. <laughs> what? Shit, man, I live in America, and I still haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's so much fun, like, with the fucking incredible uh, speakers and the big-ass screen, especially for Mugen Train, which is just a really fun movie in general. Like, experiencing that in that sort of space was a lot of fun. I had a great time. It's, yeah, I'm just super happy that it actually happened. I'm happy for you. Maybe Thank it'll you. happen again. Who knows? Maybe j- that Jujutsu Kaisen movie you guys are working on is gonna come out as well here. I know. I know. We like. Hey, Japan, Japan animators, call me. Please let me. I'll let you know. Israel please. is very, very interested in your anime. Hey, it's like from what I've seen, a shit ton of tickets were sold for Demon Slayer. Hey, why not? We want to see this shit, please. But yeah, I had a great time. Oh, that's good, I'm man. Happy for you. I <laughs> it makes me think about how like I forget that the rest of the world exists sometimes. Oh, <laughs> typical American. Yeah. yeah t- as a as America. a typical American, I I forget that other places exist in the world and they don't get stuff as fast as America does, like game releases, anime releases. It's just like it's weird to me to like because I know that uh, like for example, um, Australia. They normally mm. get like video games a month later compared yeah. to everyone else in the world for whatever reason. Even though they're right there next to Japan, by the well, way. Well, actually, with 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 uh, Demon Slayer, they ended up getting Demon Slayer before anyone else outside of the, of Japan. Well, I think South Korea got it before them, but oh, that's cool. But I I was just talking about um just for video games. I know that they get it last, which is like. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, they have a government that censors everything even vaguely referential to anything that might be non... I mean, uh, here in Israel, we didn't get Wolfenstein for obvious reasons, so I guess it is what it <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, I can't imagine what those reasons would be. <laughs> Wait, what? It's about punching Nazis. How? Yeah, why, but no, they it? won't. If if you like, if I look up on Steam, uh, Wolfenstein won't find any of the games. That's so weird. It's about punching Nazis. Yeah, you I don't get it. That, that, you would think that that would be your number one market to release. I it. honestly don't get it. It's really, it's stupid. That's what it is. I mean, it's also in the fictional universe in Dude, a fucking game I, so where there's a question mechs. for for stuff that gets really like fictional stuff like movies and TV shows and whatever that gets released in Israel. Do they ever edit out Nazi imagery? For no, Israeli they don't. Releases? Actually, like as far as I know, we we don't edit out or censor stuff like in films or TV shows that come from different countries. Because it's. It, I know that recently something that happened there's there's an anime called Tokyo Revengers mm. um, which is apparently good I don't know uh I haven't watched it yet but there's a scene in it that has a uh, manji in it which is the buddhist swastika I think it's buddhist mm-hmm. maybe shinto I don't know uh, but anyway in the the um the english release it was edited out that symbol was edited out Oh really because it look it's a swastika. It's, it's what a swastika, it is. yeah. First of all, this has been around for thousands of years and it is a symbol of eternity. Okay? I, and yeah, the I, Nazis I, I get, stole it from Buddhism. I, I get I get what it is and I completely agree with you. It's people who are trying to make a bigger deal out of it than it is. Well no, I Again, people looking for stuff deal, to be but... offended about. What can I say? Exactly. Yeah, that's I don't know. People care about money. That's why we yeah. bend over backwards to release everything in freaking China. Looking at you, Disney. <laughs> I yeah. one of my favorite examples of fucking censorship for China is the fucking Black Panther poster, where you yeah, know take out on the co- all the black people. <laughs> so so you have the Black Panther poster where it's just a fucking Chadwick Boseman, you know, without the mask. But then in China, they Photoshop this really shitty Photoshop of him with a mask on. It's so bad. It looks so cheap. It's like, you can take him out of the poster, but you know he's in the movie, right? And he's got his helmet off in the movie. Yeah, but they didn't want, like, people to know that it's a movie about black people. Oh, they they didn't want the people to know that black people exist? I get it. <sighs> See, you joke, but when you go to China, there are people who don't believe black people exist. No. Like, that, that is not a joke. <laughs> they will go up to black people and touch their hair and, like, try to rub their skin off because they think it's paint. I am not kidding. Wait, for Go real? to any Asian country. Go to any fucking Asian country. There's a lot of backwards, like, people. Not not backwards. There's a lot of backwater people who have just, they know, they've heard of, like, other people who aren't Asian, but they just stare in disbelief. Like, even white people in Japan, it's the same thing, where a white person with, like, red hair, they've never seen, they see white people with brown hair, with blonde hair, but they rarely see white people with yellow, uh, red hair, so they'll stare at them and be like, wow. Is that real hair? Did they dye it? Like, they do that. And it's just a thing. Because Asian people are not used to seeing other people at all. So what we're saying is Asians are pretty racist. Oh, no. 100% Asians are hella racist. (laughs) I would argue Asians are the most racist. I would argue that, too, honestly. (laughs) Hey, 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 hey. I'm Asian. I can say that. You can't say that shit. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) No, that... that... (laughs) 
that's a different fucking topic to talk about. But man, we we should get the show. I hate. Yeah, it. we should get the show. It's we're almost an hour. We're yeah, over we've an been hour and fifteen minutes now. into this. Uh okay. Well. Do you want oh, to talk about how you're a fucking slut? As I'm a whore, sure, a traitor. The viewers know our Yikes. podcast D group has been on hiatus because our DM's laptop broke. Um, and all I can say are the wise words by uh, ancient philosopher Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next. So as soon mm. as, <laughs> as soon as, um, can I go? The. D- <laughs> As soon as the uh, the DM's laptop broke, tune in next week to find out who gets killed off the podcast. I was like, "Well, well, I'm done. Bye." I went on Reddit. We went looking for more D and D groups. Found a group, joined a group, and now I'm in another group. And all I can say is, "Thank you." Next. <laughs> no, um, obviously I'll be back on the podcast D and D when it comes back on August twenty first, uh, which you can watch a stream on twitch.tv slash anime club after dark. Uh, hit us up; it's a great it's time. Worth, it's worth mentioning that this this episode might actually be out after that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll edit this right after today. We're, we're throwing it up tomorrow, man. Girl, okay. Anyways. Tomorrow's Sunday. Anyways, tomorrow special episode. Not this. So my new group, um, the main uh, appeal or whatever premise of it is that it's supposed to have like deadly combats, um, which I like because I am a big min-maxer and I I like to make very powerful characters. So I was up front to the DM that I um, am a min-maxer and I like combat. And he's like, okay, great, let's join. I'm like, woo! So then I was talking to the other players and... One of the players was going to play a wizard, and I was like, oh my god, I love wizards, and we were like having a great time talking about it. And then when the uh, first session starts, and we're all in the voice chat hanging out, we're like an hour into the session, I'm like, wait a second. The wizard isn't here. I just realized that none of these names are the wizard. And then I realized that the wizard got kicked out. I'm like, oh, oh what? Shit. Not this. Not this. It was so awkward. Oh, no, not this again. <laughs> it was so awkward. I don't know what happened. He just got secretly kicked out, and I was like, "Oh God." That's oh, what dear. happens when you look for D and D groups on Reddit. Well, yeah. No, like every single group show seems to go into it. It always ends up in some type of like stupid bullshit drama. Oh my God! But I live for the drama. What What would I have to talk oh, about if there's no drama? <laughs> There seems to be a common denominator with all that drama. I wonder what it is. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely a drama magnet, honey. Me? <laughs> I love to complain about the drama because I love the drama. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Anyways, here. besides that, um, it's a great group. Having fun. The combats are super fun. Um, I am playing a uh, sassy, dark elf, gloomstalker ranger. I'm the evil black elf, you know, as I've complained about before, that <laughs> black elves are evil, but that's me. Um, and we love it. I just like skulk around and sass people. It's a great time. Um, what's interesting is that even though this campaign was supposed to be like deadly combats, like it was only me and one other person who like are like power gamers and then the two other people are just casuals. And then the last person, I think they're new to the game. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, sure. Not what I expected. 
not what I was looking forward to, but it's fine. I'm having a good time. So, it's all good. so playing with them is like playing with us, or well, like playing with me. Yeah, they don't know what their abilities do, and I'm like, okay. And the DM's like, would you like? Oh, it's funny. I don't mean to. I don't mean to be mean, but uh huh. <laughs> but brace yourself. But brace yourself just in case. No, the D- the so they're playing a barbarian, and the DM's always like, would you like to rage? And they're like, oh yeah, I can do that. Right, let me do that. And I'm like, yep, good job. Heck, I don't know what half the abilities of my character are either. I know. I, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just cast vicious mockery. That's all. Oh my god! Yes, mockery. mockery is your best friend, Alex. So I'm a ranger, so I attack with like um ranged weapons. So I have a longbow, um, and we have a bard who actually uses vicious mockery. <laughs> and wow! And for one session, Crazy. I gave him my bow, and he was attacking with a bow, and then I was like, "No, thank you. I'll take that back." So now he's back to doing vicious mockery. So back to where he belongs in his place. So it's a good time. Anyways, having a good time. Uh, no regrets. Uh, never look back. Burn the bridges. Never go back. No, I'm joking. I'll be back. But it's a great time. Doubt. All right. Next session. I'm, I'm going for the party kill. Fuck Not it. this. <laughs> Team killer. Um, just quickly, I'll just talk about how I've been playing Solasta, Crown of the Magister, which is a game based on D&D. So if you like D&D, you should play it. It recently came out of early access. Um, and the issue with it is that it's the voice acting is really bad and the character models are really janky, but the combat is super faithful to D&D. So if you're into that, I highly recommend it. It's a great game. Um, is it turn-based? Yes. Turn-based combat. Hmm. And okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, I was I actually was streaming it. Um, it has it came out recently with the new mode Iron Man, where uh, if you die, then your save file is wiped. Um, and I tried to do Iron Man like maybe five or six times. I kept wiping, and then I just I couldn't. I I gave up after that. But if you play the campaign non Iron Man, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the combats are really challenging, and sometimes you have to reload like 10 times to actually win. If you play on the hardest difficulty, it's very difficult. And I, that's what I want from a game. I want difficult fights. Come at me, bitch. Uh, anyways, Damn. that was a great time. May I recommend Dark Souls? Not this. <laughs> Not the no-tab targeting. Dark Souls is in hard. Tune in next week for my depraved uh, club-only run. Oh, oh my god, dude. No hit, depraved, club only Where run. you skip all the goddamn cutscenes. So what you're saying, John, is when Elden Ring comes out, we're gonna race. Dog, do you really want to play against me? I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna lose miserably, but it'll be fun to watch, I'm sure. Oh, you're approaching me? Listen, I, I play too many video games. <laughs> Fair. And uh, the last thing is that I've also been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist on Steam. Uh, it's a good game. You have to, you basically have, you start with like, I don't know, 100 cards. And you have to like grind for in-game currency to buy packs and then open them to get cards. So I thought that would be fun. It was fun. Um, the AI is decently difficult enough where, you know, it's a challenge. There's one AI that beat me with Exodia, and I was so pissed off. I was like, excuse you. <laughs> Exodia. Yeah. Oh Exodia. They actually got the five wow. Exodias and obliterated me. I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck you. I'm so annoyed. Uh, 
Um, so it's, Honestly, it's a lot the of best fun. card in the game is Obelisk the Tormentor, and no one can change my mind. Not bad. <laughs> and some of the Obelisk the Tormentor trash, but some yeah, some of the AI have like super meta decks. Like they have a spellbook decks, which is like one of the top decks of all time through like all the um all the iterations and ban lists and i'm like bitch you're really gonna throw this at me i like i have like this these like this mishmash of bullshit and i have to deal with this whatever <laughs> anyways it's a lot of fun it's a uh, challenging if you want it to be um the only issue is that the the multiplayer is dead which i guess is not surprising Aww. yikes or at least i only That's tried multiplayer yikes. once and it was like late at night so maybe i'll find more people uh in the day wait so is this made by the same people who make is it konami yeah released, yeah it it's like, official um, game oh shit okay. konami is developing more games no this is like a really what? old game oh yeah, okay. it's old. i got excited um, the, for but a i think they released a new version of it like two years ago or something but I, that's not the one i'm playing because the new version has the new cards and i th- i'm literally playing this so i can play with the old cards i don't want to play with the new cards <laughs> <laughs> the new cards are too much of a headache honey too much Anyway, love you, Gio. Love Legacy of the Duelist. You should buy it so we can play together. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Literally, there's only one person here that would actually play Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's me. You guys are great. You're probably right about that. This is an open invite to the co-hosts and the viewers. <laughs> so are we doing a, a, are we doing a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament arc? Yes! Oh, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, I played as a kid. I didn't actually get into it with meta and stuff. Like I played... I played more tournament level Pokemon than I did Yu-Gi-Oh, not so bad. I'd rather not play Yu-Gi-Oh because I'd get stomped. But but I have to ask: in Legacy of the Duelist, can you play card games on motorcycles? They do have the five Ds uh, oh, campaign, no. so yes, you can play card games on motorcycles. Well then, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything. What will make this. our our card game look more badass? Motorcycles, motherfucker. Exactly. I hate everything about this. We love it. You know, that was a great opportunity, though, to, like, actually license real motorcycles and, like, have it... I don't know how that would work, but, like, you know, have Harley Davidson and Yamaha and Suzuki and Yu-Gi-Oh! And put dual discs on the motorcycles. I'm down. Yes, put dual discs oh on the motorcycles. God. Okay, uh, enough. I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is ideas. Ideas we have. Feel free to take them. Give us credit. You know, let us in on the, the royalties. Whatever. No, no, no. Don't take our ideas. Pay us for our ideas. I'm ready for the no, Konami, the no dueling while me. driving laws. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. <sighs> oh, man. God, we went we went long this, this time, didn't we? This was a yeah. heavy WTF, dude. There were some tangents. Yes, there were there were many tangents, but that's what really it's entertaining for. tangents, though. Yeah, I, I, I it's it's them. for us to have fun with it. Um, yeah, uh, one thing that, that John mentioned that I do kind of want to say. So for the last few WTFs, we've 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 recorded them a month before you actually get to hear them. Um, I think starting next month, we're gonna try and maybe make it so where like only a week goes by after we record these things because we do tend to talk about some current events that by the time these episodes do come out it's not anywhere near as relevant anymore um so uh, we're going to work on that going forward um no i'm literally dropping this like two hours later (laughs) you're not stopping me (laughs) in fact i've been editing this entire time (laughs) just just, uh, real-time editing (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god. Uh, but anyway, uh, that <laughs> thank you all there for dropping in to listen <laughs> to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark, on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you made there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. I hate everything. Go watch Odd Taxi. What? What the heck is Odd Taxi? Oh, you need to watch it. Oh, God, I'm not getting into this. I know what that is, and I am very worried. Yeah.